smoking and growing and watching prohibition fall down. Hey, what's up, DGC? We've got a little change in plans for today. Dude and Scotty have uh, let me run a Know Your Breeder all by myself. So I'm in the Scotty chair today, and uh, I have a very special guest, someone I uh, respect immensely and um, really excited to chat uh, with, uh, which is Duke Diamond. Uh, some of you may know Duke. He's been around the show and the scene for a long, long time. He's been on uh, more than once. And uh, today it's just going to be me and Guru chatting with Duke and seeing what he's up to. Um, Duke, are you on the line? All right, all right, all right. All right, excellent. Hey, uh, <laughs> Duke, give yourself a quick shout out, brother. Uh, hey. <laughs> <What's up? laughs> well, where, where? Just tell everybody who doesn't know, kind of where you're from, where you're at now, <clears throat> and uh, how we would know you. Um, Duke Diamond, originally out of Virginia. I'm living out in Colorado for a hot minute. Um, I am the owner and breeder for Dominion Seed Company. And um, yeah, that's that's it in a nutshell, man. All right, man. Duke is a super humble guy. I'm going to add on to that just a little bit. Uh, Duke has been uh, growing for a long, long time, has a lot of experience, a lot of knowledge, but probably the coolest thing is that he really likes to kind of share that knowledge. And um, I can tell by uh, hanging out with him that he gets genuinely excited like I do uh, when other people grow great weed and are happy with it. Um, that definitely makes me me happy. So me and Duke are kind of kindred spirits, spirits in that regard. And um, man, I, uh, I I just have a couple quick questions just to uh, talk a little bit about you. And, and um, first one is, man, when did you get started breeding and how did you get hooked on it? Like, what was the thing that said, man, this is what I want to do? Well, <clears throat> that that first the first year that I was growing with my cousins, um, they, they wanted to do a, um, like a seed increase because like back in super, super pain in the ass uh getting seeds and everything and they had already been doing that since uh you know the latter part of the 80s when they when they were when they were doing their thing because uh you know one there's the money thing to the money order and the mailing it overseas and hoping you don't get popped and everything it's like seeds so, from uh, amsterdam right yeah yeah okay. exactly <laughs> so um they had already been doing that and um you know my first year with them that's uh that was a little another little side project that we were doing and just you know from growing up with farms and you know just regular like agricultural stuff like you you know you realize like your seed like you know it's going to dictate a lot of your success really and um then the importance of you know these in particular like being hard to get <clears throat> and pretty risky um you know, being able to make your own seed. So doing it then, um, and then later on, probably around mm, like 98, I think was like, yeah, you, you know, seeing the, the internet, um, like overgrow, BCGA and all that stuff. And um, these guys that were breeding and making some really, really, really cool shit, um, you know, really, just opened up my eyes to like this, this big world of weed that, that was going on. Um, that there wasn't just like the standard stuff, like you would see it like Scentsy or whatever. 
Um, so, <clears throat> like the guy, he was doing a lot of really cool stuff. Um, these other people, like you know, people probably never even heard of them, you know, but uh, just seeing what they were doing, I was like, wow. And then right then and there, I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start doing this my damn self, you know, and making so, my own cool little varieties. So is it, is it, so are you driven largely by, you're just looking for something like, you know, quality, something unique and different. Well, what was so exciting about all those strains? You guys must've come across a lot of different varieties to just have that palette and, you know. Yeah, man. Cause uh, like a lot of it, <clears throat> you get to see a lot of cool shit from, from your own work, but you know, growing the, everyone else's stuff too. Um, you know, getting, like I said, that diverse palette, um, it helps along with the, with the breeding and stuff later, but, um, you really get to see like really what, what kind of scratches that itch for you, you know, what yeah. like really hits the spot. Cause there's a lot of like really good weed out there, but then there's like great weed, you know, and it really, you know, it stands out and those are a lot fewer you know what i mean because like i know yeah. i've smoked a lot of really good weed but there were some ones that were really great that really like stood out and um you know you, you would just keep going going back to back to that you know yeah i always uh i was always interested in uh you know around the country there's always uh there's always been some uh hot spots for growing weed and virginia is definitely one of those hot spots and has been for a long long time the first time that I really got exposed to it or heard about it was, you know, hearing about sort of what is it, the RFK skunk, right? It's from those RFK dead shows. And there's a crew of folks who are slinging some really good skunk weed. And then that kind of where kind of leads into the chem story a little bit. But um, the idea is that there must have been a lot of people just growing this amazing weed. There's a lot of interest and there seems to be kind of like a strong culture around it uh, in Virginia. And, and I'm uh originally from New York. So I don't know a whole lot about it, but man, like, what can you tell me about, like, it's just always been kind of accepted and people have always been into it or like, where does that come from? Why is or, Virginia such a hotspot? As a, as a fellow Virginian as well. Um, <laughs> Virginia has a ton of agriculture in it and always has. Yep. Um, so some of the best corn breeders in the world were, were there and had been breeding corn for forever. But I remember like distinctly being in like high school, and uh, the best weed we'd ever find around was always skunk weed that, that someone would, would end up with a pack of. Um, just because I, I grew up a little bit, I think, further south than you did down in Radford. So, oh, yeah. A little, little more country College there. town. Yep. Yeah, is it just like there's, I mean, I know there's a lot of heads around D.C. I'm assuming that's one of the prime reasons. <laughs> but, I mean, where, where does that weed culture come from and in Virginia, like where, you know, how long has it been going on there? People growing. It's been a long time. Yeah. The good old boys. Yeah. It's kind of like a melting pot of areas, you know, because like you got everybody in the, in that, you know, those regions, like you got everyone from just like, like you said, just good old boy, farmer dudes, country dudes that just like smoking their weed. You got bikers, you got hippies, you know, you got everything everything in between and mixtures all, all the above. Yeah. Um, but you know, there was one, one common interest, you know, people like to, uh, people like to get stoned. And then some of these people that like to get stoned also, they like money too. And, uh, you know, they were making sure that they, uh, were filling, uh, filling any voids that needed to be filled. So everybody yeah. else could, uh, do their thing. 
That's and so cool. People, yeah, and it, it also it kept uh I don't know, like the uh expectations like with quality <clears throat> kind of kind of up there too. Because like there's certain places, you know, that mm, it just seemed like a, a good majority of the populace would be like pretty content with like some all right weed, you know. But yeah. um, you know, people there they they they'd be like, Oh, you know, they they were they were used to a certain standard of, you know stuff being good oh. that's awesome yeah man. I, I, oh yeah. go ahead sorry oh no i'm just saying like uh <clears throat> like what he was saying about you know it's a, it's an agricultural state so people take a lot of pride and and they're growing like no matter what it was whether it was tomatoes corn tobacco or whatever um you had some pretty pretty sharp people and especially out his way um you know, you had all those agricultural students that were coming out of like Virginia Tech and all that shit too. Um, as you know, as, you, as one of those agricultural students coming out of Virginia Tech, I can <laughs> I can speak to that. Yeah, right yeah, you know the deal. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. great, man. It, it's just it's cool to have. Uh, I'm assuming that this is all outdoor too. Like you know, when it was getting going, it was pretty much uh, the climate was conducive to growing really good weed, and that yeah. probably helped too. Yeah, definitely, man. Uh, it's great, great place for for growing some outdoor, and like <clears throat> the the kind of the area that we're in too. Like you know, you have like North Carolina, and especially once you get like going out toward like the, the mountains and all, and like Asheville and everything. Um, you got Tennessee, Kentucky, West Virginia. You got a lot of <clears throat> a lot of good uh, good weed that come from those areas too. So like, is it? You know, it's definitely a definitely a good region for uh, a lot of a lot of real good outdoor that would come from there. And you know, later on, you know, a lot of a lot of people doing some really uh, really killer indoor too. And both, just like the the history of everything, you got to remember these are like the, the like that area specifically were the hill people that during prohibition of alcohol were up in the up in the hillsides uh, with their moonshine still. So like they're kind of used to making illicit substances that the government doesn't yep. want them to to be making and then still distributing it out to, to other people. Yeah. Uh, right, even man. like a, right. another mecca of cannabis in Virginia is uh, Floyd County. Um, oh, yeah. A, there's a ton of really good growers up in the hills <laughs> there that they just don't talk about what they do. And everyone pretty much accepts what they do there, too. That's like the type of small town where they have one stoplight in the whole town. And yeah. it's on Main Street as you come into town. That's awesome, man. So, Duke, what? Uh, how did you get started with the skunk? Is that just from one of those uh, seed runs to Amsterdam, or is that passed down to you? Or how did you like pick up on like, hey, you know, like this is what I want to work on? Because you definitely have a, a a solid reputation for bringing the the skunk genes to the to the pool. Yeah. So, like, that's right when I right when I'm jumping in. Um, that was like primarily what you know, my cousins had already been growing were uh, skunk one, um, skunk one hybrids. Um, they worked really well. And like, we're going to say like, you know, everything aside, um, between like finishing up on time, you know, Virginia can be a very, very humid place. Um, get some pretty, pretty gnarly thunderstorms and shit like that. And then you have to worry about these like fall rains. Um, the the structure of the flower like it, you didn't you didn't run into that bud rot and uh, a lot of other issues too so like it was 
it hit all the marks. He got a good yield and everything out of it. <clears throat> but, so it was uh, a, you know, hit all the boxes for, for where you guys were at. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, man. Yeah, it did, uh, did extremely well. Um, but yeah, like the, you know, the skunk Afghan hybrids, which <clears throat> like, a, you know, that's the, uh, super skunk from, uh, since later on, but they had already, already made their, made their own version of it. <laughs> Anyways, okay. Um, you know, a little, little, little more squat, shorter, shorter plants. Um, you know, the, the NL5 skunk, uh, later on the, you know, the Shiva skunk, uh, that came out of Sensi first, um, a lot of, a lot of the hybrids, you know, and out of this hybrid was where we were getting a lot of that very, very foul, uh, garlic body odor, skunk piss type, type stinks, you know, that were coming out of that. The skunk ones by themselves, you know, um, I, I would, I would say they lean more toward that acrid, but you know, you, you'd encounter all types of, you know, little weird funks that, you know, especially like you're going from seed grows, um, outdoors, you know, you're getting, um, uh, getting a little bit of a variance, you know, so everything from like, I don't know what you want to call it, like a clean green, kind of like a, like a sharp, uh, like chemical note or something on it, you know? All yeah. the way to more like an accurate or like a nasty, rotten, cheesy type type stink to it, you know, like in its purest form. And then in the hybrids, you know, all, all types of nasty, nasty funk. Did, did, did you get any roadkill phenos, bro? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't call it that. It was just, you know, skunk bud, skunky smelling weed, you know, kind of smell more, more along the lines of like the, like the spray, like, you know, you smell one that's sprayed off in the distance, you know, yeah. you get more, more of that, more of that note out of it. So is there kind of a split in that uh, <clears throat> direction, like with the skunks where one is a little sweeter and then there's more, then there's another direction, which is more of the foul or the roadkill that people talk about. Is it, it's all in the same gene pool though, right? Well, <clears throat> that's the thing, like skunk one and its purest, purest form, like I never encountered anything out of it where I would say like, yeah, it smells like a skunk, you know, like you, you could get everything from a sweeter side to, like I said, like an acrid type smell and some of it like a nasty, cheesy kind of a nastiness to it, you know, but nothing, uh, nothing that you'd be like, yeah, it smells like a skunk. But in the hybrids, um, some of the, like I said, the Afghan skunk hybrids, definitely. And a lot of the Northern Light skunk hybrids, um, definitely. And um, some of the, like the, the hash plant uh, skunk too, would, uh, would come out like that. Um, okay. And you get more, like I said, you would encounter more of that skunk spray type, type smell, you know. And here and there you get those... Uh, you know, like garlic body odor type things, you know, people will, you know, with the burnt rubber, people will kind of say like, oh yeah, that, you know, smells like, you know, skunk as well, but, uh, more, uh, concentrated or like a, something dead. <laughs> yeah. So, so this, the kind of the skunk lines that you're working, uh, or your, your, like your SSSC one, uh, mail on, and correct me if I'm saying that wrong. Um, but those kind of have that full gene pool, like it, they have been, I guess, uh, hybridized with Afghan or Northern Lights, which is bringing in those kind of rancid, foul kind of 
or a skunk, you know, skunky kind of odors. That's where it comes from. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, definitely the the hybrids of it was uh, where we were getting getting those uh, getting those notes from. Cool. So your your gene pools, then. I mean, you have kind of the the in your your uh, breeding males, you have uh, sort of the the whole gamut of uh, terpene profiles uh, there, right? Like between the sort of like sweeter skunk all the way to that rotten garlic, all that kind of stuff. It's it's all in there, right? Yeah, exactly. Like the the same stuff that we were using then. You know, it's just filial generations later of the of the same stuff so it you know it's still in there and when you when you're growing it all out or like you know you're making your first f1 outcross like when you grow the numbers and everything like you know you can really 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 pick out uh pick out what you want um and how else to put it just uh you know when you're doing the numbers and uh old trick I picked up off the of Neville from back in the day was um reversing the males because like I considered him like you know the dude was just putting out everything that I considered great of all time. Um you know was sure. coming coming out of his work. So like I you know when I would look up to somebody, you know, he was definitely definitely the one. Um you know there were many others too but him specifically and he was growing these huge numbers. And he would also reverse the males and, you know, to see, you know, what, what he's looking at as far as like terpene profile being passed on from that side. So that, that also definitely helps. It takes a lot of that guesswork, guesswork out of the, you know, especially when you're kind of driven or focused on a certain line, you know, smelling certainly. Cool. So, um, where are your, I assume you still have a skunk line going. Yeah, like um, that's the uh, like what I was telling you earlier. It's like I got so many other things um, that I do outside of that. Um, I kind of, um, I kind of put myself at a place, you know, having like the Kim Kim Skunk um, hybrids, you know. Yeah. And a lot of people are getting a lot of a lot of good stuff out of those. Uh, real happy, happy folks. Um, kind of probably gonna leave that where it's at for now um there were there were other projects i had worked on um i was kind of getting bummed out basically you know seeing um kind of how people were acting in the community and certain other things that were going on the phylos thing and i kind of decided like hey maybe i should just kind of pull back a little bit from that and Mm kind of put those things on hold um so they're they're just kind of staying uh staying chilling for, for right now and uh i figured i'd just leave it at the the chem skunk hybrids for the for the time being gotcha. yeah, i was getting and, like a lot of really happy people with that anyway so i was like yeah we'll just you know put it on hold for a little bit right and, on so uh, maybe for, move on later for people who are looking for that uh what would be kind of the packs to seek out this is sort of like the hoodoo burnout chem uh dominion skunk kind of era yeah yeah exactly and like as of like right now um it's it's basically gonna be down to like what's uh whatever's left what's still left yeah 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 yeah, exactly so uh the polecat bx was a really good one um 
and skunk man b2 oh there you go <laughs> how about the shine apple bro yeah man that's good shit we're, we're saving that's what i was one. saying there's so many different uh different different ways you know i had a lot of a lot of different work out there uh that wasn't uh it wasn't skunk related but yeah, yeah no worries. So uh, I think there's a handful of packs left. I, a few people have been asking me, uh, check out seedsherenow.com. Um, yeah, that's where you're sure. likely to find them. And then there's also some packs that are kind of coming out of James Bean Vault uh, over on shnauctions.com. You can check those out if you're looking for some of the older Duke gear. Um, and then I did want to ask you, it seemed like uh, before you uh, took a vacation for a little bit, um, the new hot thing was the figure four. Am I right? Yes, that sir. That was your new line? Yeah, yeah, that was uh, a different different mail that I had worked on. Um and it was it started with <laughs> like the the main idea came out of working with the airborne uh D13 when I was doing the Screaming Eagle <clears throat> and noticing um this weird uh this weird stretchiness that would come out of uh working with it. And it kind of cued me into um, just a hunch, I guess. And I was like, well, let me uh, let me try working this another way. Let me see if I can kind of like take out that stretchiness, but keep some of these other uh, nicer qualities that I was going with. So I made uh, a skelly skunk and I'd use that, you know, uh, making the Dominion skunk and, and that whole line. But I worked it a different way, too. And I hit the Airborne G13 and <clears throat> grew out a pretty nice little population of those and found the boy that I that I really wanted to use. And I called him the ass man. It's <laughs> good for Airborne Skelly Skunk. <laughs> nice. And then, um, yeah. <laughs> Kramer. So, uh, with yeah. Yeah. So with the ass man, um, did a couple little things on the side that, like, really weren't released. I did the, uh, the Thunderfuck cutting that ak bean brains had given me now send him those seeds and those are like some of the ones that uh people were buying like a couple months back um but anyway the ass man went on i hit the uh the triangle push with it and then that's what uh what made the figure four so what i was able to get out of that were like <clears throat> og type plants that were not so stretchy and you know lanky and all over the place and what stretch was there um it got turned into productive stretching is what I call it. You don't just have all this like huge node spacing with nothing there, you know? So like what stretching it was going to do, it would stack up very nice. Yeah. So, and then I decided to go from there and hit the, uh, the Kim, the head, the Kim's the headband and the, uh, the OG and everything. Now I went ahead and I hit the, uh, TK again. I gave that the cornbread Ricky to do it, uh, do what he pleased with it. And, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, people will see some stuff with that in the uh, in the future. And um, on the other side, yeah, it, like it's stacked up like headband. You know, I was a stretching too. Um, and I did definitely, definitely did the trick. You know, kept that that potency along with it as well. Are those and and those uh, are out in packs now? As uh, most of them, <laughs> I recognize uh, as uh, WWF like wrestling references, exactly. right? <laughs> yeah. uh you got what superfly yeah we had the beefcake beefcake like, <laughs> beef yeah that was the beefcake d we had the rowdy come rowdy rowdy piper yeah <laughs> we had uh randy savage you know the savage headband excellent yeah 
Yeah, man. Do you, uh, are, so are those, uh, is, is it kind of the same thing, uh, you know, to kind of scoop packs of those, it's whatever's left? Yeah. Making more? Yeah, or? For, um, probably not, man. Cause, um, when I, uh, when I went away for my, uh, for my vacation, um, the person like I had like entrusted with this shit, um, employee, they kind of burned me. And uh, they kind of left a lot of a lot of shit behind, so the mail the mail's not there anymore. So mm. and uh, yeah, so probably just leave it, leave it, leave it as is. Uh, there might be a possibility, maybe <clears throat> um, when time allows, like taking things to like a uh, F three something like that. Right on. So any of you out there that are looking for those packs, scoop them now because they're gonna go away. Yes. <laughs> there's not many left around i know that yeah um, no, that's weird that's for so, sure. so with with that being said like what's what's up next what are you working on now um you know where what direction are you kind of headed in or working on um <clears throat> so like i'm such a lame guy when it comes to talking about the future project because i like to keep, keep my cards kind of close to the chest um right we have um Oh, there's some film projects that are going to be happening that were supposed to go down before I left, but Mm -hmm. just, you know, didn't, didn't have time for it. Um, so those, those would be, uh, be first up. And then there were a couple of things that were, um, in the F2 generation to make the F3 on. So there was, uh, there was that as, as well. Um, there's, a little project that I had worked on for a hot minute um, that I was working with the female of and these F1 or uh, well, in a F1 uh, seed. Uh, I don't want to really get into it. It's super awesome. Though. Like, okay, I really want to talk about it, but, uh, all your secrets. Yeah. I was just curious uh, more about, uh, you know, just direction wise, if there is something that uh, I don't know, kind of interests you like, I don't know. I'm just going to make this up, but let's say you, you know, like, Hey man, I'm interested in that blueberry or like, you know, bubble gum or something yeah. like that. I'm just curious yeah. if, if there's something like yeah, that. I, do, that- I, do. I definitely, uh, I'll, I'll say this is like, um, it's, you know, upcoming, you'll see like every, every color of the rainbow, you know what okay. I mean? So it's definitely going to be, you know, all over the place from yeah, Skittles crosses. Huh? Skittles crosses? I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Taste the rainbow. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Man. No, I'm just curious. I'm always looking. So, I mean, for me, uh, you know, you're one of the t- taste makers, you know, like we were talking before. Uh, I know that you've had access to a lot of different varieties. And so you definitely have a, a wide palate and have experienced a lot of different cultivars and flavors. And so with somebody for somebody who's breeding and knows that much about growing, um, I'm just kind of interested in your take on like, you know what, man, like, what am I going to be smoking in two years? What am I missing out on right now? Is it the pancake terps or, you know what I mean? I'm just curious if anything catches your eye. You don't have to give me any details or anything. Yeah. Yeah. There's like, there's definitely, um, it's a couple things in like the fruit realm. That, uh, okay. That, you know, there's, there's some things out there that's like, yeah, you know, it's got that name and it's like, eh, you know, it's kind of faint or whatever. Um, and, I know like I have a route where 
it's very very extreme i guess you could say in in that uh in that realm of whatever fruit or okay candy or something yeah i'll take and, it and, I'll take and not sacrificing uh potency either you know because i've noticed like a lot of a lot of fruity stuff and things like they they have a they have a good you know nose and flavor but they they kind of slack off in the um in the potency department you know oh let it so. be orange man i i'm still waiting for uh, an orange that actually has some potency never come across it yet well that'd be one of them like uh in <laughs> cool. the in the first generation it was gnarly it was gnarly so when i um when I have the mom growing out, cause like I'll grow it out for uh flower too. I'll, I'll bring some, some of that. That's pretty, uh, pretty extreme. Sweet. Looking forward to it. Oranges are always great. They just, I don't know. Like you said. <clears throat> yeah. Kinda, kinda yeah. Like it's like, yeah. It's not the, the strongest thing in the world, you know? But, yeah. Um, well, how do you feel about bringing back uh, some of the more classic stuff? I mean, I hear a lot of people talking about, um, you know, like the gene pool or having a wider gene pool or like that full terpene profile before stuff was really selected out over the last, let's say, I don't know, 15, 25 years. Um, I know yeah. you, you, you kind of have a lot of that older stuff. So uh, I'm wondering if a lot of that is going to kind of come come back too, because I mean, I'd sure like to break out of the, you know, the dessert flavors too. I mean, they're great and all, but yeah. um, there's so much other stuff out there and uh, it's hard to come by. So it's, it's up to people like you um, to make it available, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing with uh, a lot of stuff um, in order to, uh, in order to move forward in a good way, we got to go back, you know? And yeah, that's you, you nailed it. You know, I go back to a lot of, uh, a lot of old things and um kind of you know start uh start from there making a making a mail and then um you know going going from there and try to make a uh a new new profile where it's uh so hitting the marks on the potency you know terpene flavonoid all that good stuff but yeah. um, things that have like you know good structure respectful flower times and all that good stuff one thing i think is pretty cool is uh i don't know if this is happening in other places but there are some uh, dispensaries that are kind of featuring sort of like classic strains, like uh, what is it, uh, Verde Naturals in Denver and Boulder. Um, they have like, you know, legit like ChemD. And what's cool is that you can just go buy yeah. some flour of ChemD and it's grown properly and you know it's the real deal. And um, man, that's kind of yeah. cool to be able to experience those classic strains. <laughs> It seems like uh, a lot of, you know, other places, it's like whatever the latest hybrid that the grower kind of threw together and which is cool and all, but like, man, there's still, there's gotta be a place for the classics, you know, there's a reason why yeah. they're classic. Yeah. There's a reason why they're still around, you know, and yeah. uh, that's a, that's definitely a, you know, you can't, can't argue that. <laughs> yeah. So I, I, uh, I'm glad to see that there's folks that are, uh, that are kind of, you know, working on bringing that stuff kind of back or making it better. Maybe it wasn't so great in the day because, you know, it was super leafy and at that time nobody cared, but, um, <clears throat> I kind of like the approach of, you know, taking some of that old stock and making it better. And, and you're the kind of guy that seems to do that stuff and bless you. Yeah, for it, Cause like the guys that originally made that stuff, you know, like they were starting from, you know, very, you said, leafy, funky shit that yeah. know, had to be hybridized Hemp. to make it flower respectably, you know, in a respectable amount of time. And, 
make the you know calyx leaf ratio a whole lot better so like you know just got to pick up from that work and uh you know don't you know i don't do the shortcut so yeah but it's more rewarding that way in the end yeah that's great um so let's uh i did get uh i, I asked some some of our uh our listeners to um hey what would you ask duke diamond so if you don't mind i have a, a few questions just from uh the dgc um, All right. first one and, and to be honest i get this question a lot too uh especially from my neighbors but um what dominion strain would be a good choice for outdoor in colorado i know that's kind of a loaded question because growing outdoor in colorado is challenging for sure yeah it, it definitely <laughs> uh definitely can be because like if you're like you know say down here where i'm at um the winds are are pretty pretty gnarly and yeah. it's also it's uh quite dry um so that versus say like up your way um well yeah you know y'all get the winds too but uh you know the whole state you know during the during the summer it's pretty pretty dry but yeah uh when the when the bottom drops out it drops out <laughs> uh-huh so um you know and the, and then when they when they say outdoor like you know when i think outdoor i'm talking like I'm the fucking outdoor, like ain't no hoop house, ain't no you know greenhouse, none of that shit. It's like no, 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 straight up, outside. straight up outdoor, like backyard grow. All right, um, I would probably, I'd probably do out here. Probably do burnout. Mm, burnout. Yeah, I'd probably do the burnout. I'd probably do the skunk band as well. Mm. And the Polecat DX would would probably hit my hit my marks for me on those because they don't get like I said too too stretchy and 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 limmy, you know. Because yeah. like the, the winds, you know, the winds is what uh what really really bothers me around here. Um I don't really not too concerned about the like bud rod or anything because we're not getting monsoon season here yeah so, we were um, concerned about uh like hemp pollen you know yeah yeah, here. yeah i would definitely be concerned but i, I will add two things to that one. uh i forget who asked me that question uh i apologize but uh but two things one is uh last dgc cup i think you or a few cups ago i should say it's been a long time now but anyways you brought some burnout chem and i distinctly remember smoking it it was hands down the strongest thing in the room <laughs> and so that was no joke man uh so that was killer and uh the last oh this the skunk band uh that's another yeah. one that uh that, that's super super tasty and and enjoy that too so um cool yeah, hopefully man. that answers the question uh i got a couple more um another person asked how long are or how are the long flowering sativas coming along and i'm not really sure exactly what they're referring to i'm hoping that you you do yeah i was uh that i guess that goes along with like future future projects like i was working on um some sativas but not not anything like you know say like long long flowering land racy type type deals or anything like that try to keep everything you know respectable on the on the indoor um you know i'm gonna try to keep everything 11 12 weeks you know tops you know that's where i'd like to you know it's it's hard to it's hard to really 
get certain ones to that are going to give you that super strong effect that are definitely sativa leaning that are going to finish you know much quicker than say like 10 weeks you know not to say that's that there's not some shit out there that you know doesn't but in my experience everything i've grown that i felt was like really exceptional you know it took at least 10 weeks you know if not 12 to uh really uh really get there so, so yeah just uh working on some good speedy paranoid uh type type <laughs> things get people's hearts pumping get them peeking out the blinds good Acting like thirteen year olds trying to hide smoking weed. Did you hear that? See, that's good Colorado bud, man. And you get a nice blue sky day and you just want to do shit outside. That's the kind of bud you want. Yeah. Perfect for that. Yeah, yeah just get stuff yeah. done. So, yeah, yeah, I love it. That's yeah, exciting. For sure. Um <laughs> <laughs> we have uh somebody else asked, and I don't, this seems to be coming more of a, a popular thing around. Um having like a, a seed subscription program. I don't know if you guys have yeah. thought about that or anything, or if you have an uh, opinion or take on that. Um, <clears throat> I think it's, I think that it's pretty cool. Um, the, the, the trick with, um, the buy direct and the seed subscription thing is, um, the, the time part. And I'm kind of a, kind of a one man thing. Um, so that, that side of it, it just, it'd be really difficult for me. That's why I'm always, uh, my buddy, James Bean, you know, that's, that's his specialty, you know, um, let him, let him handle that. But, um, I did think of like a few things that, um, it's not per se like a, um, like a director subscription type thing. Um, yeah when I do the Patreon, um, for the members there, they get like a early, early drop availability. So before it's available to the masses, yeah. they can enter a code at seats here now, get a discount plus, uh, you know, get things maybe a couple weeks early, a month early, something like that. So cool. That's what I was thinking on that end. That's a good hookup. Um, yeah, so, so as far as like for a, a next drop, um, that's in the works. What do you think? Like, uh, this fall maybe? Yep. Bingo. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, you guys scoop up the rest of those packs. Uh, I'm, you, uh, I know I bug you about this all the time, but man, I'm running, uh, that your sour skunk and <laughs> I'm just super excited about it. It's, it's just so <laughs> legit. <laughs> They're looking really good too, man. Thank like you. you got them uh, trained up real nice. Yeah, that's said so you're gonna have bushes with, like baby arms going on, on here soon. Thank you. They uh they've been kind of on autopilot. I really haven't done a whole lot except uh topped them and they've been, you know, pruned out a little bit. But other than that, I really haven't done anything to them. Um and man, they just it's just got that smell that I was looking for. I was talking about the sour earlier, and uh <laughs> I told you you know, I've grown out a bunch of sour cuts and none of them really remind me of the the 90s sour that I'm, I'm used to back east and um this one's got the smell it's just it's got yeah. that smell i remember it <laughs> yeah. so yeah. super excited about that so, coming back yeah. yeah hats off to you and uh, i will say it's just been a really enjoyable uh pack uh, a lot of people ask me about uh you know buying seeds and um one thing i'll say you're, you're a humble guy so i'll just say it for you but um duke definitely puts in the work 
Um, you're not getting just a pollen chuck. And I know that people enjoy pollen chucks when you're looking for something new or the latest thing or whatever. But if you're looking for something that's a little more predictable and you know what you're looking for and you just want to get it, find it. Um, I don't know, man, you, the, the packs that I've run of your stuff have been kind of like that. They're, they're all kind of tight in the zone, like near each other. And there's, you know, subtle differences. So you can kind of pick your favorite, but they're pretty much as described on the packs. And, um, that's their thing. Tip, seed buying tip, you guys. Uh, anybody that puts the level of detail of information about the beans on the pack like Duke does, uh, you can feel pretty confident that it, it's going to come out good and that there's a lot of work that went into it. Um, so just wanted to share that with everybody. Uh, getting back to you, Duke. Um, I have uh, just two more questions. Uh, and then I, I want to ask you about a couple of things that are are coming up. First is, uh, and you only have to name like one if you want, but uh, what are your favorite movies and shows? <clears throat> so <laughs> show-wise, um, kind of like all over the place, man. And I'm really big into my, uh, on my cartoons. And, you know, so, you know, I like my South Park, of course. Um, I like my American dad. My family guy's all right. Um, there's like a bunch of like adult swim shows that I think, you know, pretty, pretty Same. awesome. Yeah, I got Squidbillies, of course. You like the Aqua Teen Hunger Force? Aqua Teen Hunger That's Force back in the day was great. Um, Mr. Pickles, you know, I like that <laughs> one. You know, oddly enough, like the dudes that made that show were from like back home and shit. It's oh, cool. To be based on this little spot outside of Richmond. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> Check it out. You know, it's, it's fucked up. It's fucking satanic dog um yeah so you know i like i like that you know cartoons um, I like you know like informative uh yeah space ghost of course um but space ghost. um yeah i like um I like informative type type shows you know like on history um those are those are always good like the history of the food and stuff like i thought those were pretty same cool. do you are are you a big uh like can you just sit on YouTube and just watch all that stuff for hours? I do. I can. I can. Yeah. Like I, I could, I can go down some rabbit holes and yeah. You know, wonder Good where stuff, the day man. went. Yeah. I have to watch myself. Right on. Well, that's cool. Uh, man. Yeah. I like old twilight zones too. I watch old classic, uh, twilight zones, um, X-Files and shit like that as well. Um, Excellent. Yeah, man. Cool. Ancient aliens is cool. Uh, I get a good laugh out of that shit a lot of times. Like when the painting, all of a sudden they're talking, and the painting's eyes light up, like, dun, dun, dun. like, the fuck out <laughs> Did of you, here. you ever listen to uh, the Coast to Coast, like the radio show? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I used to listen to that a lot back in the day. Uh, good especially stuff. like growing at nighttime, too. You know, yeah, man. Driving late night, like grow. after a show. Yeah. yeah and that's good. like a prison fucking favorite too like a lot of you wouldn't realize it, but a lot of people in prison um <laughs> listen to coast to coast at night yeah it's a, definitely a late night late night owl kind of thing that's awesome for um, sure uh hey i i do I, i'm going to change the, the subject to something a little more serious uh somebody wrote in and i hope you won't mind uh me asking but uh i, I definitely uh, feel like it's worth it but uh someone asked if you would consider teaming up with uh, last prisoner project um, to free ca cannabis prisoners. And so I just wanted to throw that out there. Uh, let me know what you think. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <clears throat> I find it just insane 
that, you know, you still have people that are still locked up from, from way before and you still are currently um, having people locked up for, for weed. Um, it's absurd. Um, I mean, not just from a, a human standpoint, but, you know, let alone like, you know, they still claim, oh, yeah, well, federally it's illegal. It's like, okay, assholes, like it's legal in D.C., DC is not a state. It's right? just bullshit it's all around, man. It, it's yeah. governed by federal law, right? It's where you make a lot of fucking laws. It's like, it, it, get the fuck out of here! Like, it's it's time to time to change that. Yeah, and those days you know, even on my last stint, you know, it's like I was still seeing seeing guys in there that are locked up for weed. You know, so it's pretty uh, it's pretty fucked up. Awesome, appreciate that. Um. Cool. And uh, I guess I just have a couple more things, if, if you don't mind. Um, I know you have a couple other non-growing projects uh, in the works. One of them, I think we chatted about. Uh, I'm I'm uh, one of those people who, uh, man, I love the, and I believe in the soil and all that. Um, I don't know that I have the time or space to mix up my own uh, super soil. Um, I would love to get there. And um, I know you mentioned to me that uh, while you were out here for, I don't know, five years or so, that you used the same media, same soil, and basically just kept oh. it reamending and you had a program to do it. And I was like, man, that is what I need. That is like perfect. I don't want to uh, shuffle bags of soil around or at least minimize yeah. it. Um, but I definitely want all the advantages of having all those ingredients and everything. So you mentioned to me that. Uh, you were going to or you're trying to put out uh, your own sort of mix and approach for uh, soil. And uh, man, I, that's like I am your number one customer. Um, but please <laughs> tell us, tell, tell everybody about it. Yeah. Um, so like you're saying, like same soil, same pot, same spot. It was just, you know, rolling run after run after run through it. Um, <clears throat> pretty minimal on the re re amending um the inputs that are being used are you know replenishing a lot and you know there's a little top dressing involved um but you know it was very 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 minimal um worked great um anybody who actually like came by the warehouse uh where i was doing this work you know they were just blown away like wow and it like you could keep keep rocking and rolling like that <clears throat> And I guess, you know, they had seen people attempt it in the past. And they're like, yeah, well, the plants are small or, you know, they always notice something a little off. But they come in, you know, I got this fucking jungle growing, uh, <laughs> huge buds and everything stinking yeah. the place up. You know, so I was like, yeah, you know, it'd be nice to, uh, you know, have other people do that. Because um, a lot of the, the thing with the soil, people think it's a lot harder than what it really is. Um and when you start off, like, you know, with a good base, you know, that's going to eliminate a lot of that hassle. So I thought like, hey, that would be super cool if I had uh, my soil available to, to everybody. And yeah, I could tell somebody how to mix it. But um, in the past, I noticed like a lot of people wouldn't because they're like, yeah, it's, you know, it's a lot of work. And you I'm like, yeah, but you're going to save so much time <laughs> and money and space. And I'm like, yeah, but I just don't know, <laughs> you know, so I um having it available to people like that was was definitely a big thing so i ended up i reached out to jeremy from build a soul like i actually read him a letter while i was in prison and it was something that we had talked about before i went away um but you know had to go on a little little vacation exploring mountains so um so i read him the letter and he's like oh yeah definitely so right when i got out 
got with him and we've uh, got the work on it or more like he's gotten the work on it. And uh, we're actually, cause like, I know that it worked like what I was doing and I, I wasn't using labs. It was just the old tried and true method. Um, you know, tweaking things back and forth one thing at a time. So yeah. I got to where I, where I was really happy with it. And I just kind of kept it that way. So with him though, it's super cool because he can make everything and have it in a lab and run analytics and actually see like, well, it's like really, really good. But if we tweak this and tweak that, it's going to be even better. You know, oh, a little more of this, a little less of that and really, really hone it in. So we're on the uh, second run of uh, testing right now, um, getting it, getting it tweaked in just, just as perfect as can be. So uh, we, we won't be uh, far off. And that, that's awesome because uh, I know you, you, you actually shared your uh, recipe with me and it looks amazing, but it's got a lot of ingredients yeah. and for a small batch kind of dude, um, all those bags or all those boxes are like down to earth or whatever. It's like, I just <laughs> yeah. don't have the space yep. to store it all or mix it all. And, no. and if it's, you know, that's where the build of soil comes in. It's just like, that's perfect for what I'm looking for. Yeah. And then you got a lot of like little weird things you might've noticed on there, uh, too, that were a little bit, a little bit different that you might not even really seen or heard of before too. And you're like, I don't even know where to buy that from, you know, or yeah, to totally dose it properly. So. Yeah, it's gonna take all that all that out of it. So that and you know when you're gonna mix it, that's a lot of soil. So on average, like the majority of the people out there that are probably listening, like they got four plants that they need or six. Exactly. You know, not not a whole lot. They don't exactly. need all that soil, you know. Exactly. And um, you know that way they can just buy the one bag or two bags or whatever and have what they need and call it good. I am in. I uh, uh, side note, I'm actually trying the uh, build a soil. They have a light mix, uh, so I'm mm -hmm. trying that out with some uh, veg plants right now, and it is super legit. I love it. Uh, so I'm super excited about when your mix mix comes out and uh, picking it up locally, pretty much. <clears throat> even better, man. Even yeah, that's better, even better, man. <laughs> I've, I've, I've got to. I got to do that. I do feel bad as much as I like my. Uh, uh, you guys know what I what I like, but um, you know I, I would like to get it a little closer to home if I can. Yeah, man, can't get much closer closer than that unless you're, you know, yeah. doing it like I said in the backyard or whatever, mixing it. Right on. Um, well, I uh, I really, man, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. Uh, it's a pleasure talking to you, and and uh, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, anytime, bro. I'm hoping that uh, I'm looking forward to when you're able to puff again and we can hang out and smoke some bud and hopefully smoke some of your bud that I grew. That's <laughs> going to be awesome. Good. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, right on. So uh, real quick, uh, the other thing I forgot was um, you have a Discord going, right? Yeah. Is yep, a good place yep, to find sure you? Sure the Dominion. Yeah. Um... You can go on Instagram at the real Duke Diamond. Um, there's the IG, then there's uh, the Discord, um, and the main profile header on IG. There's a link. Uh, it's weird because like it'll expire every week, so I like, have to go in and change it out. But if you're on Discord, just look up uh, Dominion Seed Company. Uh, you can find the Discord. Um, it's real, real cool, man. 
you know, there's a lot of it, cool, you know, specific channels about anything and everything you could think of. <laughs> yeah, it's really cool. I, I started uh, getting into the Discord and uh, using the channels and stuff a little bit more. I know there's a handful of other breeders that are kind of doing the same thing. And it does seem like a cool way where people can ask questions about your strains or share stuff. And it's not necessarily on Instagram. You might actually get a response. So I found that yeah. really cool. Um and and the other thing is, and uh, give him a shout out, but I can't remember his name. But uh, your your uh, your homie that set up the channel really added in a whole bunch of fun, cool features, like yeah. with the music, and you can gamble and all sorts of stuff, man. It's just super cool. Yeah, yeah. His name uh, is uh, Doc Calix Education on uh, IG. He's got like Patreon. Does a really cool show. Um, yeah, and just overall, super, super cool dude. So make sure to holler at uh, Doc Calix. You know, yeah, right on, man. And check out the channel me. and all the stuff you can do on it. It's, it's fun. You, it's, it's definitely a good uh, smoke a bowl and check it out and and uh, enjoy it for yeah. a while. Appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, man. And then uh, hopefully <laughs> we'll have a uh, website <laughs> uh, coming up here in the uh, in the near uh, near future as oh, well. Oh, super exciting. Websites. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Love websites, <laughs> man. Yeah, and how about some merch, bro? I need another hoodie. Yeah, yeah, we can uh, we can make that happen, probably, buddy. On right the hoodie, on. and uh, maybe even a clock for your gray room, and uh, oh, sweet mason jar uh, cup, <laughs> fridge mag, fr- fridge magnets. My my wife says that. Hell yeah, problem. Yeah, it's I could think of worse problems to have. <laughs> yeah, right on. But that'd be pretty cool. I, I could definitely go for a, a Dominion hoodie and rock it around the shows and whatnot here. It'd be fun. Hell yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. I was broke mine out the other day. It's so old. I still got the very first one that we made. I'm still rocking that old one. Anybody recognize you? Or are you not that big down there yet? No, nah, man. Uh the day I was uh getting out of the halfway house. I stopped at uh just to get some gas. My buddy Sticky Lungs, he was giving me a ride. And uh <laughs> dude spotted me up in the seven eleven. Oh, that's shit. awesome. So yeah. So yeah, it does it does happen happen time to time. Cool. All right, brother. Thank yeah, you so much. I was much. like, oh man, they only give me I, so long to get home, man. I got this ankle monitor on, man. I gotta fucking go. I'm sorry, dude. So we took a picture <laughs> together and I had to roll. <laughs> <laughs> it was all the thought that counts i could yeah. i could sit here all day and and bullshit with you definitely have to have you come back on um but again thank you so much uh shout out to james bean seats here now shauctions.com that's where you're gonna find your uh dominion packs don't sleep they're gonna be almost gone but uh thanks everybody thanks for listening see you next time peace out some people love to blaze up the deck Yeah, we get happy for noon And when the boss says to take a little break That means we're lighting up a doom